0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Tactical Leader Podcast, where today we are in Austin, Texas, uh, with a beautiful view. Uh, You might not see this view of me, but I have a beautiful view of Taylor, and the 32nd floor of a high-rise, and that was a compliment. Thank you. The 32nd (laughs) floor of a high-rise in Austin, where we're staying. Um, So we're kind of just taking the opportunity to chit-chat a little bit, a little bit different type of episode um we're really just chit-chatting over some stuff we did this past weekend uh labor day weekend kind of got out of our normal routine to break away come to a new city uh for taylor at least i've only ever been to austin once but definitely some new experiences just kind what chit-chat about but of course that means i have my better three quarters taylor with me you're welcome ready to chit-chat and uh think that i'm the blessed one where we all know She's the blessed one. Mm. So Taylor, welcome.
1: Welcome. I love Austin, Texas, just for those of you who've never been. So far, so good. Um, it's absolutely beautiful. You get it's weird. We've been to so many places from Nashville to Asheville to Tampa to
0: You have to rhyme Tampa now. Yeah, Nashville to Asheville. Shoot. Shoot. Tampa to.
1: Where else have we been? We've been to a million places. I've traveled more in the last year than I have in my entire life.
0: We can call it Glampa because we're like glamping. What does that mean? Glamping, glamour, camping.
1: I don't understand that.
0: So instead of being in a tent camping, you go glamping.
1: It's like a. Is that like a.
0: You have a shower
1: and air conditioning. Oh, yeah. I like glamping. I would definitely be down for glamping, tenting. We we did that.
0: We, We went glamping
1: no we sit in a guest house baby that's more <laughs> up level than a bland.
0: uh anyways
1: uh where was i going with that oh austin is kind of it's weird i walk the streets of austin with you and i walk the street that's <laughs> something laying out that story um and i think of like tampa i'm like oh i see tampa in this and i see midtown atlanta in this and then you look at the people and you're like wow this is not what we just came from in the uh, not even an hour away from Austin when we were dove hunting. I'm like, these people, it's like two totally different worlds in within an hour of each other in Austin, Texas. So,
0: yeah. And we had a goal coming out here of getting on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, Joe. What the hell, Joe? We're waiting. We're
1: waiting to be on. Un- I think you'll get on. I love you, Joe Rogan. God, awesome. You're bald. Beautiful. And beautiful. And you have awesome guests and you
0: just. But we don't, the problem is we don't smoke weed.
1: We don't. Um,
0: So I don't know if we're a candidate for this podcast. But we are true
1: (laughs) fans. I mean, I can speak for me. I've loved the guys since I was like a little kid watching Fear Factor. Like Never missed an episode. So Really? Never missed an episode. Never. That was like. Depressing. What? Fear Factor was. I watched back. I watched one recently. I'm like, holy crap i like i would still never do that yeah no like i thought i was brave
0: yeah scared of a scorpion that was dead yeah this weekend all right so let's talk a little bit about this weekend because i think this is a really uh interesting piece um that i thought would be fun to talk about because it's something we need we both didn't had a new experience this weekend me in one fashion you and another i've never been dove hunting and hunting is not something if y'all know me i'm a city boy uh i grew up doing all the hunting, fishing stuff but uh i i like um air conditioning which is a very foreign concept to texas um and i don't really want to like cut things open and do all the things right so thankfully we didn't have to do that um well you didn't have to do that
1: oh my gosh wow
0: so your first experience in hunting in general which i didn't know that coming out here um i didn't know she'd never been hunting for prey other than men um, you yeah, i've been
1: hunting <laughs> <Yeah>. the hunter
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, name that
0: movie, name that movie. <laughs> oh wow that's such a great anyways was that the first one second one or third one i think it was the first, uh,
1: was the first one
0: all right um i can't think of the name of the It's perfect, Pitch perfect. Pitch perfect. my movie it's my jam anyways we uh came out hunting and it was your first hunting experience um I, I, a piece that i wanted to talk about was the value of doing things not normal uh not in your normal comfort zone or normal routine uh, it was a great business development opportunity for one of my clients Different things that I'm doing just to uh, further a footprint in Texas, but also a great opportunity for us to live that integrated life we talked about um, outside of Atlanta and really traveling and doing things together. But I'm curious with your thought process, because to recap the weekend, we land in Texas, get a rental car, you're hangry, hangry on the So angry. Um, you found out that Texas has Chick Fil A.
1: Texas wins.
0: I mean, not Texas wins. Chick Fil A wins.
1: Yeah, go Chick Fil A.
0: But so Texas, Texas has Chick Fil A, and then within two hours of landing, I'd already killed something, which is great.
1: Oh my god, it was so hot, guys! Ooh.
0: One shot, one kill. Yeah, I was That's like, great. oh my god. Oh, he is a man. Wow. <laughs> Pretty much,
1: I was like, god, uh, I'm so manly right.
0: now. And then there, yeah, guys. If you want to impress your girls, go shoot something up. There. Uh, oh and then there's a mariachi band.
1: There was a mariachi twice. Twice. They brought him back. And then they had like they a new back.
0: crew. <laughs> it was like, a new crew. They added one guy.
1: No, there's two. There's two extra guys. Oh. I think the singer was different. No. Are you sure?
0: Another young guy was singing. And so the the, the fifth guy was another singer. Oh my god. And incredible. you met you met dogs.
1: Oh yeah. Like Range. dogs over people. Um, the best part of walking up was everyone was running in a circle.
0: Dancing. They were dancing.
1: Dancing in a circle to a mariachi band. And I'm like, okay, we're either gonna have the best time of our lives or we're probably gonna die. Like the doves are us <laughs> at this point. So like smiling, but also nervous. And they're like, join in, and I'm like, what? And then you, I don't know which order that was. I went and sat down. <laughs> no, when you killed the dove. Oh no
0: no no! Was no. that before the? That was shooting? before. Literally, literally, we pulled up. He, oh, went, no, he okay. hands us a shotgun. Yeah. They're like, all right, we're gonna go on. Okay. And then a dove went by, and I shot it. Pretty much, it was great. I missed guys
1: for the. I had some feathers. How many? Beginning. How many times did you miss? Like I don't, I, I. The can't. proper answers all the time. All the times. So there you go. You know what? That's okay with me um i am so competitive guys <laughs> but
0: all she did for the <laughs> for the rest of the weekend all i saw was her stomping around the woods the rascally doves elmer Fudd, rascally rabbit oh my god that one's too old for me 95. oh my god oh where are my 90s babies at dave and i literally made so many jokes Yeah. About you being Elmer Fudd walking through the woods. Tell me that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. We kept making
0: jokes about you because you kept stopping around, like, I'm going to find a dove.
1: Yeah. I kept saying, pretty bird.
0: Yeah. Dumb and Dumb references. Mm -hmm. And then we went um, off roading at 1 a.m.
1: That was also another moment where I was like, hmm. You know me, my trust issues. I was like, we're going out here to die. And at this point, we had much more advanced weapons, if you will.
0: Yeah, I had my toys.
1: Yeah. I, those are the fun ones. Um, I mean, shotguns are amazing, but these are the ones I was like, all right, I'm definitely going to hit a target here because I'm better at those. Your, your toys. And
0: most of the targets you shoot at with those are six feet tall
1: yes yes
0: so we we got the jeep stuck well we didn't get the jeep stuck
1: yeah dave
0: damn it dave got the jeep stuck. then we tried to do a deadlift and pick it up
1: we moved that thing we deadlifted a jeep together and you know i really thought by me feeling like i was in the movie ace ventura on the ride out in the ride back sitting in the jeep that I, I was like, oh, this jeep's definitely light based on how much height I'm getting in the backseat. So we can definitely pick it up, but we got a little ground. Yeah, we got to do more deadlifts. I under- yeah, I underestimated that it was a little heavier than I thought.
0: Yeah, like 4,000 pounds or something, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm curious because this was such a new experience for both of us. Um, I know we've talked about being comfortable with each other in, in new rooms. I kind of saw this event as a new room in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. right? You've never been to Austin. You've never been hunting. I've never been dove hunting. I'd only met two of the guys out of what, 20 or 30 people mm-hmm. that were here. I'd only met two of the guys once in Ohio, like months ago. So don't really even know the people. But it's all about getting into a new room and getting, you know, living what we preach. We always talk about. You gotta get a new rooms. you gotta put yourself in new experiences, you gotta go do new things to really broaden your horizons. What was your take on that piece of it all? I'm curious. It's definitely not your space or your room or your or I won't say comfort zone, but it's not within your normal routine to fly to Texas and go hunting.
1: My takeaway from it?
0: What's just your thought on it? Like uh, what was your overall experience?
1: I was super pumped to go to Austin, Texas, meet new people. I'm not afraid to meet people. And they were amazing, like amazing humans. You could, I don't know if I'd say immediately tell based on the activities that were taking place. I'm like, there's a lot of guns going on here. So, you know,
0: you got there's a
1: level of like, yeah, let me ease into it. Um, but no, they they're phenomenal humans. I'd say we clung to each other a little bit more than normal because it was a different one. A different. I so, I do. I actually, really? yeah. Uh, I think we both clung to each other a little more. Maybe it was because I looked for you more. Uh, yeah, that might have been my level of where I was more uncomfortable than you'd think somebody would typically uh, be.
0: That's fair because there were a couple times where I was like, "Hey, I'm going to run back over here," and like, you're like, mm, you "No, know, I will go with you."
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I did not It's not on them. It's on me. It's a me thing. I'm like, I'm good. I'm gonna go with you. It's. it They are. I can immediately tell that they are good people. If God forbid something came on that property back in the middle of nowhere, that they would protect me. Right? I couldn't protect myself. I, even if I could, they they would protect me. But still, just me being who I am, I was like, I go with you, and it was just a different it was a learning experience like the way that you would i don't want to say works the room is the right verbiage for it but i know that's how i'm trying to relate in my mind working the room was not the same situation or scenario
0: i think this is where um i think the biggest takeaway for me it, i wouldn't Choose to plan a you know, I, I wouldn't choose to plan hunt. I don't go and plan like my summer out. Like so many people go like deer hunting, deer season, turkey hunting, turkey season, um, pig hunting, like that's those are the big ones back in Georgia, right? My family does it. People plan their lives around hunting season. I'm not that guy. I'm not gonna go plan my life around. We're gonna go spend the weekend in a deer stand. Yeah. Right? No. And so this was a little bit of a unique experience for us and for me. And yeah. I think the biggest takeaway for me was that recognizing how people qualify those that they're going to or not going to spend time with. I think that's our...
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So looking at the existential, and this is kind of off camera, we talked a little bit about what we're we going to talk about in this episode. And I was curious to see how much you analyzed, like, all of it. And I think you're, you still process things uh, attached to this. But I think it's something, as we assess different activities that we do in our lives, not just you and I, but I'm talking to, like, in general, everybody out there listening. As we assess different things we do in our lives and we audit wh- where we're spending our time, right? Mm-hmm. How do people qualify and disqualify those they... Uh, want to spend time with or invest time with. And one thing that you and I are really good at is spending time with, especially in business, only people that you get along with or you like to do business with. And if you don't like the person, generally speaking, we're not going to do business. with.
1: Yeah, no, integrity. Oh, I mean, that kind of applies. I would think about integrity on that one. That's just a word that immediately popped in my mind. Um That's a little far, but
0: it is, but you also have to recognize, how do you discover somebody has integrity? Like, you have to have a point of spending time with somebody. Um, generally speaking, I think you and I kind of pick up pretty well yep. on people, but there have been some that have surprised us yep. both ways, good and bad, right? I think there's people that are surprised that lack of integrity in certain things that we, you know, I invested time in right and they didn't see things through the way i would have expected um but also that you have the other side where you see people that uh we don't think that highly in first impression and then come to find out you actually really like the person um but i think the big piece for this one was like recognizing and finding ways to qualify and disqualify people in the capacity of for you and i it's usually can okay, i drink a bourbon with the person Right. Can we go break bread with a person? That's a big one for me. Right. Sit down and really find out about somebody when you can like talk beyond a business conversation. If you can sit there and actually BS with somebody, and I kinda apply this to Casey. We can sit down and drink a bar with Casey. Yeah, we love Casey. We love Casey. It's our girl. Right. And then so we're willing and more motivated to spend more time with them. Yep the other organization we're talking about that does all the clay, the clay shooting, right? They go, and there's a body and experience not involving business when they do sporting clothes, mm-hmm. right? This group goes dough hunting. Like that's their big endeavor. They want to do it as um, business development events. Kind of like how I do Battle Brews. They want to do this as like a business development event. And one of the things that they said to me And it was about you, and I had so many guys tell me this, and you're going to love that I'm actually saying this on the podcast. So many of them were like, man, she's really down for everything. Like, she's a really good girl. She's just kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll go ride at 1 a.m. on a Jeep in the backwoods of Texas. You're just like super chill about all of it and like super motivated to be involved in stuff where a lot of women may have shied away from or some significant others only came for like dinner during the weekend yeah and they didn't necessarily go and do the uh hunting aspect of it so there are a lot of compliments around you of that piece so it's like they see you in that like oh man she's awesome which means the likelihood of them sending you a referral including you in their world more is more likely to happen because you've kind of passed that qualifier like you're the cool people does that make sense yeah that's and okay they, right so uh, then vice versa or not vice versa but in relation to me, Dave said it multiple times, man, I'm just so glad y'all made it out. And you can tell, and I think this is something that you will register with, you are big on time spent, right? Yes. And then in business on a very high level, there are very many people, and I think a lot of people are like this and they don't recognize it, there's a level of respect to flying to somebody's hometown yeah. or headquarters being in their world, showing them that respect, I'm willing to come out here and be part of you all Yep. And it's, it is a level of respect. Uh, Europeans are huge in that way. The Canadians I'm dealing with, the Canadian government, like not the government, the Canadian business people that I'm dealing with are very big on, oh man, I went to Canada and visited with them for one of their days, right? And they were like, wow, you really are serious about doing business. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm not going to spend time, you're not going to spend time flying somewhere to do somebody else's activity if you aren't actually genuinely interested or bested, right? And I think that's a huge pride point for a lot of people. And that's kind of my takeaway of like, there were so well, people were like, oh man, I'm so glad. And because we have like a week and a half, two week notice yeah, of like this smart. happening, short yeah. sort of turnaround time. We made it fit into a holiday weekend. And I think there's a big piece of, oh man, they're good people. They came out here. They showed up, they showed out, they were involved. Zach's a really good shot. That's true. <laughs> Compared to Taylor. Uh, yeah. But we, we we brought value into the room. And I think there's a level of qualifier for doing that, right? Yeah. I think there's a lot of respect that you can earn that way and a lot of respect that you can learn about other people that way, right? Because we came out here and the people we were dealing with were not those types of people in our book there probably wouldn't be a lot of business to do. Like, we would disqualify them.
1: Really? You think so?
0: Yeah. Hmm. I think there's a level of having to do business with certain people with certain clients, right? Certain clients want to do business this way, that way. But there's there would be, I think, a less of a motivation to do business with those people compared to finding somebody I prefer to do business with in Texas to me, this is a qualifier of like, okay, I actually want to be involved in business with these folks.
1: Yeah. I like loved every single one of them. Right. I was like, oh, I love these people. So it's a qualifier. They're like good old. Right. Good people. I'd be happy to drink a bourbon with them. You know, you know, my takeaway, sorry to interrupt you, but I'm no, 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 no. thinking about it as you talk. We were talking about, I was like, God, I don't know how to give them this compliment. And you were like, just saying, I'm like, I love when people I can create my own level of comfort, mm-hmm. especially for other people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I do. I love to do it. I'm like, let me grab your hand, take you with A little me. wallflower. Come yes. On like, I will make your day better. I love that shit. Yep. If, if it means just saying hey and asking your name and, like, having a little conversation, whatever. But I don't like people feeling uncomfortable or alone. And I noticed that in them and their unique way of doing it. Um, Like, when we first got there, we were a little standoffish like it's their room. Mm-hmm. Um we were just kind of sitting back, absorbing mode. We just got there. It was a long ass day. We'd been up since what, like four o'clock in the morning. Ch- mm-hmm. Time change, drive, you know, all the things that happened your day. And I'm like, we're drained, but we're like smiling and still alive. And one of the guys said, and I don't like to pronounce but like say a lot of names on here because I don't know who's comfortable and who's not. Mm-hmm. Um we haven't asked for permission on that, but uh he was just like hey everybody i want you to meet taylor and Zach. like Like, they are great and just literally called the
0: the room to attention
1: and everybody was like hey like they were just having fun not realizing they were doing like doing exactly what they should be doing like having a blast.
0: every single person got up and came to shaker
1: yes and it was like genuine how are you oh my god it's i'm so glad you're here yep they just feel like family and that's so important. Make making someone feel like family, especially immediately from a different state. You have no clue they are if you're going to see this person again. Because mm-hmm. um, there is there's probably like half that room we're never going to see, or if not more potentially. And a lot of them we might see a ton more. I would expect there's, to because they're amazing. Well, for
0: sure because we can cross paths and client to client stuff. Yeah, I'm sure I'll see several people again.
1: But it's almost like the way I think about customer service. I know it sounds really funny, but they immediately made us feel like family and comfortable in their room and we were staying overnight for more than one day mm-hmm. and it's like good good old customer service and feeling like you're at home yep. it's like oh i i'm this is a relationship we've built that in such little time and i'm so excited to move forward with you whatever that looks like
0: but and that's a big piece that we were talking about uh an episode or two ago the culture around uh battle miss something. And somebody flew into Canada. It was her first event, mm-hmm. first business conference she's ever been to. And she gave me one of the greatest compliments. She's like, I'm, from the moment I got here, I didn't know what to expect, but I felt so welcomed mm-hmm. by everybody. Yeah. That is such a huge thing where, one, that's how you become memorable. Yep. Right? You so you talk about it a lot, uh, grabbing the wallflower. Mm-hmm. You want to make the wallflower feel comfortable. Mm-hmm right and then people can remember taylor was the one that helped me meet these people get introduced so the guy that called everybody to us right we weren't gonna go introduce ourselves to the folks they were already in conversation we showed up a little bit later than most folks yeah. with our flight time and whatnot um and i'm i'm sure if it was the other way around and he did that when somebody else got there we would have gotten up and gone check 100 all the things right but it, it sets the tonality of the culture of the room mm-hmm There are a lot of rooms and we really start dissecting the rooms that we are in. Not a lot of people do that.
1: Yes, as much as, it's weird because uh, we talk a lot about expectation and this is, this is a perfect segue into like, where you can apply don't have an expectation. A lot of people that are doing podcasts and stuff like that talk about expectation and we, we see eye to eye on this. So like don't have an expectation for your partner and we're like, ew, I hate that. But at the same time, like, there are certain situations where you can apply. do have an expectation because it, it does apply. But in these scenarios, like we're going down there, it's like you met them through business, and we're creating relationships, and they're people that we've never met before. You really can't have an expectation of like, like him getting up and doing what he did. We would do that. We can have an expectation for each other if we're running a room, and and people can't actually have an expectation those who know us to be like hey like people know I'm gonna go grab a wallflower. The second they say it, they're like Taylor's gonna take care of that person or these people like you know it. You're like doing your thing if you're on stage whatever that stage looks like you're like Tay's gonna take care of these people mm-hmm. I see them but I can't grab them but she's gonna go do that. No different than you to like Casey and know she's gonna do that. Yep. Like those are our people that's what we do but having the expectation for those, uh, us walking into something more unfamiliar or something that could be looked at as uncomfortable for most people like that's not something you just do Mm -hmm. typically it is obviously something we would do because that's us we could be coming in super uncomfortable but we can't have that expectation for that guy to say no and be like hey i want y'all to meet and immediately make us feel like family but the fact that you did i was like love this love this person already they're great i couldn't brag enough about um and you've already mentioned dave's name so i couldn't brag enough about the guy who did that and Dave, just like making us immediately feel
0: at home. And I agree and disagree. It's such a, a a hard one for me about not having expectations of people, events, scenarios, because we we do that. Mm-hmm. We can't expect others to do that necessarily but that's also like a qualifier in my mind the more I see people do that like what happened this weekend we were so welcome mm-hmm. the more we do that and consistently make sure everybody feels welcome and those are the cultures that we want to build this Is This obviously the culture they want to build that really turns to think about the events we don't attend anymore
1: um, you know I love I, I agree with you I can see both so it's almost like
0: let, let, me, let me finish this piece real quick sorry it's like, instead of having that expectation, you, we have that expectation of ourselves, mm-hmm. right? So we will most likely begin filtering out when that doesn't happen and not going back to those rooms. Like, I think if you want to run a premiere event and you want to be premiere yourself, this is an expectation you should hold for yourself. Make sure that the one of the bottom line values of your room is everybody feels welcome
1: that's like a piece I love I have done it since before
0: but so many people don't
1: that's like a
0: but so and you said it really well I can't do that but my people do that I've created the culture within my people you Casey Nate Dave I've created the culture with my people that surround my immediate circle hey we're making sure everybody feels welcome this is what we do this is how we do it right I've never said that, but it's what we've like encouraged. That's what we've built. That's how the culture. What we've done, right? So any new person that comes in immediately feels that way. If we go to an event and we don't feel that way, do you think we're giving that event a second chance?
1: Um, that's so hard for me. This is where I think I'm. This is where I love that we're so different. Um, there are certain. It depends on, and I can I can really. All these events are coming to my mind. Um, it depends on where we're at, what's going on in the space. It's kind of like a benefit of the doubt. So there was a an event that we went to. We were invited by a friend who who used to be in the crew a little bit closer. He he stepped out. That's mm-hmm. just. I don't i don't know why Life. yeah anyways he invited us to he was super pumped we were like yep. absolutely yep. this was like a moment for us to be there for him and what he saw in yep. the event people Bring him. right absolutely yep. we we're like not a question let's do it went there and we the event space was gorgeous i mean it was like what the world of coke or something like that wasn't it at coke yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah go. getting our food. Sat down. You know, pretty pretty space. You know, different speakers. There was some stuff that was like, okay, this is different. Whatever. And not one time did the people that were running the event m- make everyone in the room feel welcome, shake hands with everyone in the room, but not, they
0: asked for money. Not even that. Oh, let me take it a step further than that.
1: That's where I'm like, no.
0: Let me take a step further. than. Our table host didn't even do that at our table. Yes. So taking it a step further, the center point of who invited the whole table there, Mm -hmm. there's one connection point. Now, granted, we knew most of the people at the table already. Yep. However, there's a culture of, uh, there's a gentleman, J.E.,
1: why am i not registering this
0: person uh part of ben's okay who we went to another gala or mm-hmm. where we got your mexico trip
1: yes he yes.
0: wasn't even the host of the table yes but he made sure there he, was inclusion
1: he's incredible right he so twice actually for me outside yep. of you when right he was like oh let me pull out her seat you're sitting with us." so i loved it right that
0: now you go back to the day that you were talking about, not only is that person not the person that we were there to support, but the person that invited the three of us. That person I'm not talking to, not doing business, yeah. has to do business with yeah. me. I saw the culture of him. Yes. He's the one that vouched for the host of the event. Yep. Yeah. He did call and apologize and say, Hey, I didn't know that's what the event was about. They rubbed me the wrong way too, because we ended up leaving early. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah, bad. Yeah. It was truly it it a bad, truly bad event. Um, cause then you wanted to blatantly ask for money in a very,
1: it was bad,
0: bad way. Yeah. It was right. Bad. So not only we're not going to support that org, we're not going to support the guy that invited the three of us. Mm-hmm. And the bad part is if you're not careful about it, the third person we were with that we went to support, not a great look on his judgment.
1: I immediately, it, it was like, we discussed oh, that. we, that might be like a helpful, like learning tool yep. for us to. I value to know what He, had a,
0: he at. had a string of he invested time in people that don't. I'm not going to say deserve. Are the quality of person we would invest. In. He yeah, they're just not good people. Oh uh, yeah, we can bluntly say
1: they're they're just not good people.
0: And but he consistently invests his time in those folks.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that.
0: Then he has a very bad qualifying aspect of discernment. Right. And unfortunately. I think that's part of the divergence from our world is and maybe a little bit vocal about, hey man, you're investing your time where you're not going to get any ROI.
1: And ROI is something I wanna expand upon because I think people automatically just think about money, which really great ROI. And I know I'm kind of going off, but ROI means so many different things, which is it can it goes into your like qualifying it does qualifiers but expectation wise when you talk about expectation you already have an um, correct me if i'm wrong you kind of already have an expectation they should welcome us into the room at that yes. extent i totally get it at the same time i can give more benefit of the doubt especially depending on the event space the people in it who are they trying how, how many people are they serving What's the, the volume? So, that, but here, that let, me, let me, let me, let me,
0: break that apart for a second. I have the expectation because that's the proper way to do it. So, I have the expectation. If it doesn't happen, it's not an immediate disqualifier. Got it. Okay. Right? That's not the only, and when I talk about qualifiers and disqualifiers, there are several factors that go into it, and it's different for everything, right? You pick your significant other with qualifiers. Mm-hmm right? You take business partners and clients and what company you're going to buy from. A lot of people don't want to buy from Starbucks or because of X, Y, and Z. A lot of people don't want to buy from Chick-fil-A because they're religious and a Christian organization. I open not on Sundays and they uh, came out against, not against per se, but the gay community was against Chick-fil-A for a little while. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to buy from Chick-fil-A. Everybody has qualifiers attached, right? Which is whether or not recognizing you have good qualifiers, bad qualifiers, are qualifiers in the right avenue, right? Or do you even understand... Or do you even understand what those qualifiers are? Because they are, you have them, but maybe you don't have awareness around them. So when I say I have that expectation, I'm going to maintain that expectation of if you're a host, you need to have a welcoming party. of Either you better be welcoming people, you better have a somebody else welcoming people, a crew of people welcoming people, make sure people feel comfortable. Yep. Right? Because that's going to first impression is that, Mm -hmm. right? So that's like a lesson. Like if you don't have it, it's, that's one thing, but it's a lesson where you're going to host events. Be mindful of that because I'm pushing a lot of my people to host events from workshops, seminars, to networking events, really important for the experience. So it's not an immediate disqualifier, but if the evening continues to get worse, Mm -hmm. right? the evening continues to get worse like that one event did yeah there's not going be much room for saving now the event where we got your mexico trip <laughs> the saving grace of that evening was not only did we have fun as we always do yep but that gentleman in particular made that an enjoyable experience he He's just made that job. yes he made that and he he's the significant other of our table host who normally does very well at posting mm-hmm. i would say most of the time but he made that a, a memorable experience for us because he was so caught yes and, and, he's a, and he was he's a, a gentleman inclusive Yep, right so i think it's not that i necessarily disqualify but like i'm not going to support that organization think about the organization i understand well, i'm not going to support that organization because of certain people that we would have to align with that We don't necessarily put right.
1: yeah, with re- with every reason to, right? It showed their true colors. Yes. Yep. Right. So, and I think that is a part of showing your true colors is like it, it, it can be as I say small, but it's so big. Is welcoming welcoming someone mm-hmm. into your room with open arms, being open. Hey, I invited you. Like, welcome. I'm so happy you're here, and that's how they're gonna remember you. Mm-hmm. Is it's just like going on a date and the first day, let's say you ride first and I was five minutes late. Oof. I know you hate that. I'm not oh, going there. Yeah. I'm not going there. Oh, don't. Like you get up, you get up, pull my chair out from underneath me.
0: Look <laughs> <laughs> like, different that I pull your chair out from underneath you. <laughs>
1: oh, that would actually happen. I didn't mean pull up my chair out. These days I would do that. For me, <laughs> the way you open the door, the way you think, it, I mean, Chivalry, like, i love it i love it and uh, unfortunately and this is i'm going to talk about briefly before you that's something that could put you that would separate for me Like, like that was a that was a big one for me um like um what am i trying to say here if a guy he's on time or early he 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 texts to check up on me. Hey, how are things going? Here's where I am. Um, communicates well, whether we've met or not. He's pulling the chair out for me, not from underneath me. Walking on the side of the road where the cars are coming because it's a protection point and it's a, I mean, manly thing to do. Whatever. If you don't say those things these days, that's your opinion. Um, mm-hmm. He's touching the right part of my back on a first date to show respect. Um, you know whatever that may look like the gentleman things like those are huge for me and then let's say that's a date, and then i go on another date and the guy doesn't do those things like i know he's never going to change i'm gonna have to point those things out like i i I can't get down with you on that
0: you don't have to put it out you just don't have to be around that
1: person right i'm not mad at that person that's just the way they've been taught or learned or haven't been taught but i like this person more already because they went the extra step And people are gonna think i'm like crazy like oh you should do this and that i'm like no those are things that i've noticed that i really love and appreciate and will always appreciate Mm -hmm. and it's what sets you apart that is what sets you apart that's the whole that's the whole big thing for me so like the austin this austin weekend it's like that group it could be five people in the room or 30 the fact that they dave since you've already mentioned his name Mm -hmm. he was hey guys how we doing? where y'all ask consistently all weekend yes but he was not like it wasn't pressure it was like i want to make sure you're taken care of Mm -hmm. and like just genuinely cared and they hosted it was so impressive like Mm -hmm. the shit is their first time yes it was perfect that let me hammer that real quick this was their first
0: time doing this and for a first time experience like i would have grace with somebody Mm -hmm. If this was a first time experience and it flopped, Mm -hmm. I would have a lot of grace having hosted events. Yeah. Now think about, oh, this is what started to annoy me as you were talking. Think about when we went to Delaware. Got it. Not a first time, not a first time. Okay. Many events a year. Never texted communication. Was not inclusive. I had supported for many years. Mm-hmm. And even with so far as say, hey, we're all getting together to celebrate this birthday tonight. Are y'all interested in coming? Yeah, absolutely. Let me know the information. Never reach out, let us know information. That right there, and was the last time I supported them. Last time I supported anything.
1: From yeah, that, that, that was a huge difference.
0: Right? Yeah. So think about when... Again, it goes back to expectation, yes, but also think about how much of an experience... So, it goes beyond. I, I supported that brand for years. I was a paying client for several of the things, right? I showed up and aligned my brand with that brand as my brand grew bigger and bigger and bigger. And his brand more or less stayed similar, right? I still stayed inclusive of collaboration, Yet, we go to them, and they were not inclusive.
1: Super, and we talked about that. That's relationships in general, whether it should yeah. and you or business.
0: Or but on a, that business level, like, I'm flying to you. It's such an engine. I didn't think about it until just now. Flew up there. That was the last event we supported. Yep. Last event I've supported. Last anything I've supported from that crew, because I took the time. Did, uh, this is such a great point of how much i've enjoyed this week yeah very grateful took the time flew there showed you i'm serious about supporting i want to be there several people just phoned it in and did things virtually i'm like no i want to be in person mm-hmm. right think about the people that came to the battle biz summit as my speakers yes could have phoned it in could have said no but showed up and showed out
1: Even if they could only be there for 18 hours.
0: Even if it was only 18 hours.
1: Like turnaround time, not even like physically there because they physically could not be Right.
0: That right there.
1: yep, the difference maker.
0: Huge. And if you're not thinking about that, people always talk about, you know, what's funny, I I think there's a little bit of hypocrisy attached to the Delaware aspect because people want to preach inclusivity, preach that they... Post great experiences. They're amazing experiences. Oh, if you don't, if uh, you don't go to other people's events, that come to your events. You're doing the wrong thing. Yet didn't even remotely support my event. Any of them. I think there's a level of hypocrisy attached to certain things as well, where I love the level of accountability we have towards. This is like a pet peeve of mine. If I'm going to sh- take the time to travel to you, to be a part of something, you should make my experience worthwhile. And I don't mean you have to like beg and plead and like worship the ground I walk on, but no different than what Dave did all weekend. Shoot a text. It's that easy. Hey man, we're doing this at this time. If y'all want to be there. Hey man, do you want to go do this extra thing, the the off roading at one a.m. trying to go hunt a pig, right?
1: That was so. I'm forget. He felt bad about it. Is, you know the funniest part? He actually felt bad, and I was like, "Dave, I had a blast. Like, I almost got attacked by an armadillo." Armadillo.
0: Armadilla. I love how you're eating in the south now. Armadillo. 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 Armadillo.
1: Um. No, he he wanted to make it like personal for us. Yes. And
0: didn't invite anybody else. Did yeah? He, tell anybody else?
1: He's like so genuine. And then he got stuck. We tried to figure out, like, different avenues to get the the chip unstuck, but it didn't work, and that's okay. And he kept saying, I'm so sorry. Like, he I'm going to have
0: other people to pick us up.
1: Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to stay out here. And I'm like, no, you you made it. I was just, like, kind of looking at him like, you think we're going to leave you? And you voiced. You vocalized, like, we're not going to leave you, Dave. Like. There's are no to do that we're not, not, that. not certain people no. like we'll fucking stay up and figure out the jeep situation or we will carry you away from the jeep or we'll blow the tire out yeah that, get it truly stuck yeah <laughs> exactly problem solved on that one um but he kept apologizing and i like it's so funny like my brain never went to like apologizing like i didn't understand why he apologized i was like I'm so grateful for this experience. I'm probably never gonna experience this again. And it's an unforgettable like
0: Austin type Like you literally experience. wrecked your Jeep so that we could have an experience.
1: We didn't die.
0: It was close. Then
1: Armadillo. I was terrifying Only like 3 o'clock. <laughs> three o'clock. And I'm like, Do y'all not hear when I'm here? And I'm like, oh my God, thinking to myself, oh, I'm checking in on my all, all my senses because it's dark. I can't freaking see. And all this that's just night vision. We had the flash. Y'all had all the stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, hearing is where I'm gonna have a strong point one you guys serve so there's like bombs in y'all's ears i'm like these motherfuckers can't well, hear And that we don't want to listen to. You. exactly you know selectives or not but <laughs> i'm gonna be the guy in the crew of three that's gonna hear our whatever animal is coming and so i hear the armadillo at my three o'clock <laughs> and i think it's a freaking pig and you know pigs attack you and i'm like bastard
0: honestly you probably thought it was bigfoot you were freaking out
1: i don't know it was terrible i was like all right i'm sweating you 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 were like all right i hear it i hear it lay back and put your freaking sniper gun over me with a green (laughs) knife. i was like you know what don't even give me the night vision because if i see it coming i'm gonna get more scared i'm just gonna shoot and fire like <laughs> i have 30 rounds we're good
0: <laughs> i did this sweet little
1: armadillo a- <laughs> y'all laughing. and i'm like y'all didn't even hear it it could have been a pig we heard it we just didn't care because we knew it wasn't a animal we wanted to play with at least you knew who's really going to protect you oh, it was God. me so funny. but it was just like the whole time and it was funny because we even talked about how our lives are like go to I'm like wow we're moving we're doing things throughout the day and we're like dog tired because you wake up super early. Then at the end of the night, you're like enjoying it. You have drinks and you know, we even beat one and got crushed and beer pong. You know, uh, whatever. I mean, we won one. I know. You see, so we so can do yeah. Yeah, It's fine. It's fine. Um, but the level of or what we were doing was kind of like when i say slow paced i mean this like in a good way it was slower paced than what we do i'm like holy holy shit that it's just like you're waiting on the depths to fly and then you might miss like me the entire time and but you still enjoyed every moment it was like a time for us to have us time Mm -hmm. because we woke up that extra morning and nobody was there beautiful sunrise we got pictures that we never would have gotten if we didn't wake up Yep. we never would have showed up for austin Texas. so it's like you see there's really like just an opportunity in every second that we were there so i don't know it was a huge random out
0: no i i think that's part of the big value um i think people need to have more experiences like that i'm really glad you don't have this many experiences with me this year yes thank you. um because it's something that as a as a couple i think is important but i think as entrepreneurs it's equally important you have to be willing to go to do stuff like that there's no telling, maybe nothing comes out of it ever. But there were four different people, five, five and... Oh, ten. Those two, that one, that one, that one. There were six different people that I talked really interesting business possibilities with. Just over the weekend. And it was different things from collaborations to integrating my brands into what they're doing, their brand, and what I'm doing. Also,
1: the, the big idea of what they had in front of them was like a gold mine for not only them but who they could bring together like this was their first thing and i mean it was like oh my gosh all these companies that you work with mm-hmm. closely and people that you've met over the last couple months that you're going out from this state to this state to that country and i'm like you bring them one space this is a perfect area yeah. and we like no, we're like
0: it's no different than the live fires i've been hosting yes right but a weekend of it yeah and i already had the idea of the tactical weekend we talked about
1: uh-huh
0: and doing that but limited on full capability See, that takes a team to do those things now we're talking about strapping a 50 cal machine gun to a helicopter
1: sounds awesome
0: yeah to go pick on it
1: See? i don't think i'll miss the pigs on that one <laughs> I'm pretty experienced the <laughs> I,
0: I don't know that's a uh, hundred or two rounds of Ammo, yeah. Bring it on. I mean, it's like the fun that we you can have. But if we hadn't have showed up to this stuff, we'd immediately shut it down. Because generally speaking, and I actually talked about this with uh, on a recent podcast with an uh, uh, actual guest. Now that you're not a guest, you're like a mainstay now. Um, but we talked about this on a podcast about trying new things to further our relationships. Uh, he talked about fantasy football. That's why I played fantasy football. I'm like, I haven't in like a decade. He's like, yeah, me neither. But I recognized my my uh, bucket for friends was empty consistently. So all my friends play fantasy football. So he took up fantasy football again this year, just to spend more time with his friends. Really interesting. Huh. Uh huh. And I'm like, man, that's a good point because in reality, like, dove hunting is not something that we. Not something I'd normally do, yeah. right? We talked about. But putting myself out of, like, how do you take more time to be social? Because it was very much a social event. But in reality, it was a business social event. But it wasn't, like, networking event. It wasn't a workshop. It wasn't a seminar. It wasn't my type of normal business event. But I also saw the business development potential attached to it while recognizing this is a social event to come hang out and meet people and get to know people. On a totally different level, because this is where you can actually do that.
1: But it's also an area where I remember talking about it because you were like, "What did you get out of this?" And I was like, "Well, definitely didn't get a dove out of it." <laughs> so I really wanted to rip a head off, like a dove. Like I really wanted to do that. So it's really super violent. dark, violent. Oh my god, there's zero context around that. Yeah, don't fuck. I saw. I saw. Just go for it. Just go with it. Just okay. Go. No, and I said to you, um not only were they amazing hosts and and every part of it but also this you can take your experience and carry that over and apply it to another friendship business uh, experience create something out of it so we have another group that does skeet shooting and dove hunting and stuff on a regular we have no we this was our first time doing that. Immediately I was like, okay, I'm gonna book us for a ski shooting because I wanna get good at this. It showed me like, okay, I'm competitive. I want to be good at this. Next time we meet with you guys, I'm already like in my head, like, we're gonna see y'all again, and I'm gonna have a dove or five that I've already shot because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna not shoot a dove next time I come down. I'm gonna be this is gonna create something that I can be good at or have fun with. But it also carries over another conversation. Like all right, so the guy, J.E., that we know, mm-hmm. I can bond with him over that now, sitting at a table at a gala, because we see him every so often. And that's a bonding point to carry on a conversation further, whether it's man-to-man with you or like, I always sit next to him and I, he's a great guy, but I don't know what the hell to talk about sometimes.
0: But a lot of the I'm people like, in that room-
1: Do that. In my mind immediately was like, oh, this is a great conversation I can carry over to this room which is a very high level room yep. and they don't look at me uh, not saying they do but this could very well be how they like look at me it's just the beautiful girl on your arm yep. which is great and dandy but now i get have get to have a conversation and bond with the boys who do high level no they're different than what you did this weekend are know yes I- that's the way i view it i'm like oh this is awesome and i want to do those yep. things. i don't go in as like in no no beef with girls who do or guys who do like well, good for you just go to like either you go as a be- contributor i like love to like be in it and talk mm-hmm. business and you're,
0: like, you're a contributor actually. i love it you love contributing to what's happening yes which is a huge huge piece because there's some and we talked about it on the last podcast there's so many partners and some others that just show up to just show up but they don't necessarily contribute anything to
1: the but that is okay
0: it's okay it's not what i want my partner
1: i same right same.
0: so it turns into that is okay but also recognize i say i, I disagree I, I don't think it's okay I'm, I'm gonna challenge you on that one I, I i can understand your point of it's acceptable if that's just a, at least you're showing up but i'm a challenge if you truly want to make an impact in especially if you're a significant other as an entrepreneur if you can show up to that room and support them but also contribute something to that room you're helping your partner that's the entrepreneur by showing up this weekend and helping by contributing something to this weekend you didn't just show up as a pretty girl there were a couple that might have just showed up just to show up mm-hmm. and didn't necessarily contribute to the overall week. maybe they did I don't know right I, I see what you're saying I think you showed up and contributed as being a, you're not just a pretty girl that's showing up, whether or not you're on my arm or not, you're not just a pretty girl that showed up, but by showing up as my partner that contributed, you didn't just, you weren't just a wasted space. You weren't just a mouth breather that I think this is actually important. I think this, I'm not comparing it to anybody else. I think this is actually an important point. You are a value add, not just a significant other. I know, and I can articulate. Uh, same thing. When we went to Orlando for the Arnold Palmer Classic. Uh huh. The yeah. initial response was, "Ah, this is really for business people, entrepreneurs, oh, yeah. other high-level people like yourself." That's what I was told. Like, trust me, you want my girl there because X, Y, and Z. And I can easily articulate your value add to that room, independent of. It. Right. So I can send you the high level organization yes to represent me knowing you're a value add in that room, whether or not I'm there or not. Right. So you're actually representing yourself really well. I that's where I challenge what you were saying a little bit. It's okay. It's okay if you just show up to support. It's even better if you can show up and
1: I think contributing looks a lot I love I I one thousand percent agree with you for us
0: mm-hmm.
1: but that is the that is the standard we hold one for ourselves but one for I each that's other the, i think that's
0: what people in a relationship should aspire to
1: yes i see what you're saying that's where and you know me i, I have grace with certain things i can have grace there because people are different i
0: Okay. So let's, let me flip the script and get your perspective this way. Yeah. Two people are down to fibers, corporate people, Mm -hmm. right? They just work a job. They're both passionate about their job. Yeah. Good for them. Sure. Good for them. You go to your husband's work party
1: Mm -hmm.
0: or the husband goes to the wife's work party and doesn't talk to anybody that just stands there awkwardly, doesn't engage with people, right? That's not any value add to the person you're representing. You should, I believe, I believe this is what, what creates a healthy, thriving, integrated relationship. If you can show up to a holiday party for your partner and be the life of the party, don't, you don't have to be the life of the party, but just to go to the extreme extent, if you show up as the quote unquote life of the party and people are engaged with you, you become more likable as the person that works there. I agree. Does that make sense?
1: You're welcome for making you awesome.
0: So I'm going to leave the camera on. (laughs) Does that make sense though?
1: Yes. And I, and that's where I, I get what you're saying and I, I agree with you, but what I'm trying to articulate is the level of contributing Mm -hmm. can be something that is so small in our eyes where it's i go you're you're the entrepreneur we're just gonna use this example because it's easy for us and i'm the nine-to-fiver and that's great we are both passionate what we do and how we do it Mm -hmm. and i show up to you show up to my christmas party Mm -hmm. and you are not afraid to shake hands and meet people that is contributing Mm -hmm. if that's all you do that is contributing Yes. you are respectful as my partner of me and the people that i work with and that i you know i love it and i'm passionate about what i do for this yeah being in this corporation and yeah. corporate job whatever you're like okay i love my girl so and i want to respect that i'm here with her that's first of all that's contributing by showing up with me and for me yeah however you feel second you're taking a notch further and this I go really small with it because people come from all different levels. But
0: you're hitting on the point that I want to make. Okay. Just showing up and shaking hands is not the end.
1: It's not, but I think it's something you can build off of.
0: Yes. Yes. But that's where I don't have grace with it. I'm not going to say that's good. That's good enough. No. That's good enough to start. But if you want to continue growing and flourishing as a in a relationship, I think it's important to recognize you eventually have to contribute there as well. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you're going to show up initially, at least you're showing up. But then what? Are you just going to show up in the same way every time and never contribute, never get engaged, never be involved? Then are you really actually doing more? Or are you just going to rest on the fact that you showed up? That's where I challenge it. Mm-hmm. Is like I think there's a level of growth you can recognize of like I want to eventually contribute to this. that's a great perspective you have on a lot of. I eventually want to contribute. I want to come back next year and be able to hunt with the guys. Yeah, like I want to be able to shoot a dove, not just like show up and waste ammo. Pretty much. I mean, that's your mindset. I'm not saying you wasted ammo, you did. 100. <laughs> that
1: was like, great. I mean, I didn't hit every shot either, so it's not maybe. If I would have shot one dub. I shot feathered. I mean, I got two. And now you did. You did like, it's like. Um, but uh, did you
0: get my point there yeah. before we go too far off tangent of like, yes, show up, but then start identifying ways to be a contributor because you will further your person by being a contributor, not just their armies.
1: I love what you just said there.
0: I know. That was good. That was good. Wow. Look at that smile. Can we get that on camera? Ooh does that make sense
1: yes that also comes from your level uh the person you are mm-hmm. the person that you want to be not just for your person but personally like your self like the second i missed the doves the second i missed my first shot did not expect to hit my first shot
0: you also didn't expect to miss every shot
1: exactly but the person that I am, regardless of you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it was like, how can I get better?
0: That's how you become a success. That's how you've been so successful in business and life in general. You have that mindset.
1: Yeah, I didn't let it get me down. I'm, not, I'm like, okay, this is dove Hunting. It's the first time. I can have grace with that. Like, okay.
0: So I'm, am I- uh, This is the most concise way to put it, because I love you. You're not necessarily a concise person.
1: No i agree
0: <laughs> you see it as an opportunity to learn yes we say it all the time but now there's the context attached to it. this is an opportunity for you to learn you met a failure point you failed to shoot it up now you have an opportunity to learn something new get better at something create a different stance on something and when we use that terminology which can Used and abused, I think. Oh, just, just seeing failure is an opportunity to learn. To see a no is an opportunity to learn. Okay, what, what does that actually freaking mean? And it's the mindset you just encapsulated so well. Well, the person I am, I'm not motivated to get better. That is the opportunity to learn. And I think that's like a really great nugget to take away is like, if you don't go into a new room, you're never going to challenge yourself enough to find something else to learn. And you're going to get stagnant. Yep. Same room, same place, same time, same people. You learn nothing new. This is a great opportunity to recognize like, oh, wow, this was different. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed these people. I had a great weekend. I want to come back and be a contributor next year. Because you have the mindset of wanting to do something and learn.
1: Also, it can contribute to you if I'm traveling with you to Like, you're not just going to see them in that room. Right. So when I go to your other events, I'm probably going to see them before a year goes by so. and I can shoot the shit with them and talk about, oh, yeah, I went to, I, I told them I was like, hey, I've already booked um ski shooting out of here because I want to get better at dove hunting. But the reality is I don't want to just get better at dove hunting. I had fun. I can make it fun. I can also be good at it. We can be good at it together. We can create new Conversations and friendships and opportunities, and apply that into different events. It's like a very, like, there's only up from I mean, there. And if that means a friendship, great. If that means business, great. If that means a trip, great. All those things combined, even better. But we all, regardless, it's all like a positive thing.
0: We're trying something new.
1: Yeah, I love it.
0: And maybe we hate it. Maybe it's something, ah, we don't really enjoy dove hunting. Maybe we don't enjoy ski shooting. Maybe it's a expensive sport and it's like that. I don't actually look forward to doing it. But at least we're trying. Mm-hmm. I think that's exciting.
1: And I to to kind of like right, We're talking about dove hunting, but the reality is you can be this is like a life literally anything. Yeah. Anything. We're talking about life here. And I it not all comes down on showing up,
0: you know. We showed up. We showed up and contributed.
1: And you showed up. Maybe you, up.
0: One you shot, know. One one shot one kill. One
1: shot one kill. A path and shout out to Dave's son. He owns it. He's like, what, 14? Yeah. The kid would the kid saw shot six shots and hit four doves.
0: To be fair, the first two were my shells. Don't I looked, don't I go to that gun for him. I get an assist off.
1: He was I was like, look, if there were any other little 14-year-old like girls that you were trying to like spit game on, you totally would have had a girlfriend walk out. Well, it
0: was bloody. it was Dave. Dave narked on him. Yeah. He's just trying to act tough because there's a pretty girl around.
1: Boy, he showed up. To him. I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "I'm impressed." He's like, yeah, "Thanks." I was like, "All right,
0: all right." I'm hungry. This episode's been good. Any last final nuggets?
1: Uh, shoot your shot. Like, you might miss, but at least you showed up.
0: Shoot your shot. That's so
1: true. You might miss, it, but look, show up.
0: Yeah, miss. Any- what what was the baby reason?
1: You missed 100% of the shots you don't take.
0: Yeah. Somebody yelled that across the field at you.
1: I definitely missed 100% of the shots that I took. <laughs> Let's put it but You I'll definitely missed 100% of the shots you don't take. I love You it. never know unless you don't shoot.
0: All right. Or do shoot. Give us feedback. This has kind of been just a little bit different. I think we felt inspired to have a great view and enjoy Austin and talk on a podcast. Um, give us some feedback. We'll be back to our normally scheduled programming in two days. We have like four weeks of content built up now. So we're actually finally getting a good roll. Um, reach out to me LinkedIn, Zach A. Knight, Tay, Daddy Tayfit on Instagram. Let us know. Still got to get a capture form of some sort for questions and answers and the good stuff. But give us some feedback over the next weeks. And we look forward to entering that on What's Up Wednesday and giving her a little bit more Tactical Friday nuggets. I think this one's been full of nuggets. But we're heading to Austin because your girl got some new boots.
1: Oh my God.
0: And she going to be new boot goofing. Reno 911, baby. Reno 911.
1: And the shorty shorts.
0: Oh, yeah. I love the shorty shorts. Anything else?
1: Bye, guys. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Tactical Leader Podcast. If this episode helped you along your journey of self-mastery and has inspired you to do more, I challenge you to head over to myvoicechallenge.com so you can find out how you can discover your voice, claim your independence, and build that thriving business that you've always wanted. Again, that's myvoicechallenge.com.